Every Friday, uh, we look to you. As a matter of fact, this kind of happens through the week, and then Friday we bring it all together. Uh, we want to know, quite frankly, and, and, and here's kind of, I guess, in a way where we're guilty. We, we do press the anger button a little bit, <laughs> but it's good. It's like in a blow-off valve kind of a sense, yeah, so we can bring ourselves back to equilibrium, right? We release the pressure. We read your words, and it's all courtesy of our wonderful friends at Local Environmental Services. It's a Friday tradition we call Trash Talk! All right, I appreciate this from name withheld due to fear of excommunication from the rest of society. Okay, we won't read the name. This individual says, I am so sick and tired of the conversations about how the unvaccinated are thought of. I am one of these horrible people who chose not to be vaccinated. Why? Well, a few years ago, I went in for a flu shot. And after the shot, I had a reaction known as Julian Barr syndrome. It's rare. It affects the nerves and can cause paralysis, which is what happened to me. Lasted 13 hours, the scariest 13 hours of my life. When the mandates for the vaccine came out, I was petrified. I went to my doctor and asked, what should I do? Her answer, take a Benadryl and hope it works. Not the most reassuring answer, so I chose to remain unvaccinated to preserve my mobility. Did I get COVID? Yes. I was sick for two days and then I was fine. So please, Jesperson, don't lump all unvaccinated people together as a bunch of whack job anti-vaxxers. Some of us had a difficult decision to make. Thank you, name withheld. We appreciate your note. This one from Marie, who says, Jespo, after seeing the comments of, of one of your viewers on YouTube uh, making you know about obesity being a choice, what the fuck? She says, I haven't, have we got past this? I recently watched a 60 Minutes episode on obesity. She says, I sent it to you on Twitter to watch. So finally, professionals are studying and agreeing that a number, uh, the number one cause for obesity is genetics. Marie says, I fought my weight. Uh, since after my first child was born I've been on every diet invented since the beginning of time I've lost more weight in my lifetime than the average elephant carries I've even spent good hard-earned money on gastric sleeve surgery and guess what says Marie I'm still overweight okay according to all the scales and the charts and the graphs out there I'm 67 years of age I ride horses I recently retired from 43 years of nursing thank you for your service Marie says that's a very physically demanding job by the way and I don't eat much due to the gastric sleeve surgery surgery but i put all that weight i lost following surgery back on so tell me that i'm fat due to eating anybody that believes that i say fuck you you have no idea the sacrifices i've made to try to be that skinny person you all think i should be and i'm finally learning to love my body as it is and i wish i wish i could have done that as a child i suffered from anorexia as a teen because of public opinion i'm 5'8 i was 100 pounds when i was 24 years old she says, after so many years of listening to people that don't have a clue about obesity, I had enough and I had to write in. Discrimination at its worst is what obese people deal with on the daily. And it's time for a new reality, all you uneducated mouthpieces. That from Marie, giving you something to chew on. And we'll wrap this up from Mark, who says, holy cow, Jesperson. Now, this is an Alberta story. Do I understand this correctly? Our provincial parks minister, Todd Lowen, is against the federal park ministry's plan to shuttle bus people into one of Canada's premier mountain locations, Moraine Lake. We got to talk more about this on the show, by the way, next week. He says, so here's the genius idea. Pave over Majestic Mountain Parkland so more cars can park up there. What in the ding-dong dandy is wrong with Minister Lowen? Doesn't he know a business opportunity when he hears it? You can have vendors selling food, clothing, guided tours, souvenirs to people waiting for a bus. Heck, Alberta's shuttle bus companies can come forward and offer to help. Even better, all that federal money will come back to Alberta, and it'll be like equalization. Nice try, Mark. He says, but hold on a second. Maybe that country bumpkin savant minister is doing his job. He is the minister of 
parks, making parking lots. I can't wait to hear about his next idea, draining mountain lakes to make room for gas stations. It's big vision thinking like this that really sets this government apart from the rest. In fact, from the average Albertan with a modicum of common sense and intelligence, from the party that brought you coal mining in the mountains, a $30 million war room embarrassment, a racist writing social studies curriculum, and a sovereignty law that even they don't understand, I can hardly wait for the next big idea. Remember, real talkers, says Mark, when you elect a clown, expect a circus to follow. That from Mark. Hey, these emails are all real, and they're received to talk at ryanjesperson.com, presented as always by Local Environmental Services. Keep it local at localenvironmental.ca. Next week, we've got a banging lineup coming up on the show. You can learn about it all ahead of time by subscribing to our Real Talk Sunday message. It's a free email where we lay out what you can expect and highlight highlights from past shows. You can sign up at the bottom of the page on our website, ryanjesperson.com. Johnny Infamous, have an amazing weekend. Real Talkers, have an amazing weekend. I'll see some of you out at Jasper in January, and we'll talk on Monday.